0: Thank you. To episode 2 of Taking Vegas. Bobby Ventura joins me each and every week as we try to rob Vegas blind. Bobby, it's week 2 in the NCAA, week 1 in the NFL. We're going to touch on both of them, but there are 5 okay. games that stand out to us. Let's just jump right into this. These games are bangers. Everybody's excited for these. Got some popcorn matchups, and let's start with Texas AM. and Jimbo Fisher traveling all the way from Texas to South Florida, visiting Hard Rock Stadium to take on Mario Cristobal and the Miami Hurricanes. This line has been moving around all week all the way down to 4 Point total sits at 51 an odd number this is a saturday 330 kick gonna be hot as hell miami gardens abc is where you can check this one out bobby leans angles what do you got on this game i'm afraid to even talk about it i have no idea what to expect
1: yeah and you got you know you got two coaches right now that it's it's really kind of like put up or shut up time for both of these guys i mean you know jimbo got that big contract mario too i mean it's he seems to have his players in place that he wants it's kind of a put up or shut up for both of these guys right now i think there's a a lot of pressure on both. Look, I'm I'm leaning towards the U in this game. I, I like the points. I like the four points. Don't love it. I like it. Um, I think they're going to have to, you know, really step up. It's going to be a tough game for A and M. I'm just I'm not in love with this team they really haven't like been that Jimbo Fisher team that we used to see over Florida State uh if anything I would lean stone towards the U in this game give me the four points but nothing to go crazy on
0: now when you talk about put up or shut up for Jimbo Fisher and Mario Cristobal in your opinion the loser of this game does their clock start would you consider one of these guys on the hot seat oh, depending on the result
1: without without a doubt I mean this is a kind of game that you know and neither one of these teams wants to wants to lose this game on national television you know these are guys that want to get out there get the upper foot get the upper leg i think there's a lot of pressure on the U. I think there's a lot of pressure on cristobal because they are home i the loser yeah to answer your question stone the loser of this game really has a lot to uh is going to be facing the heat from social media on the airwaves uh, on television, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough road for uh, the guy that loses this game.
0: Yeah, you talk about social media, I can imagine the thing's going to just uh, burst into flames, depending on uh, the result of this one, and I wanted to ask you this, Bobby, we're new friends, but the OC of the Hurricane, Shannon Dawson, had talked about last week, Miami of Ohio, obviously they laid it on him, and he said, you know what, we, we didn't really even get to all the plays on our sheet. Are you a believer mm. in, in some of this when an OC talks about they didn't let everything fly, they didn't want to put some of their good plays on tape leading into next week are you a believer in that
1: well there's a lot of posturing stone as you know everybody's trying to sell it one way or the other let's remember something about handicapping on sports when it comes to definitely college football no team is as good as they are in a given week and no team is really as bad as they are in a given week um did they still have more in the tank did the horse still have more uh, more to show after the wire uh, I guess if if that's what they want to tell themselves, that's all well and good. But you know, we, we got a different kind of opponent coming in this week with A&M coming from a different conference, probably the best conference in, in college football, definitely the best conference in college football. So, you know, th- this is you know they're going to have to really if they're going to win this game, th- there's nothing going to be left. They're going to be exhausting the, the playbook. Uh, so if if they are truly as good as they say they are, to me it seems like more they're trying to sell themselves than everybody else. So, but I, I still, again, it's one of those kind of games where I lean towards the U. Nothing crazy, just a lean job.
0: Now, you just touched on something that I think is one of my favorite points when it comes to sports gambling. You talked in, don't judge where you're putting your money from a week in, week out basis with these teams, I, I I think a lot of people get caught up in. Damn, the team played really well. You know, I get to lay the points with them next week based off of what I saw. Is that like mm-hmm. the number one don't do when it comes to betting on sports early in their seasons? Absolutely, it's the eye test. You know, be you can't you know you can't hide
1: you know, those lion eyes. I mean, you you look at something, you see it firsthand. You say to yourself, Wow, this this is a really good team. I mean, you know, look at the the Colorado game from last week. I mean, everybody you know is now everybody's darling right now is is. Colorado. Colorado. How good was the TCU team that they beat last week? Well, I think we're going to get a little bit more this week between them and, and what happens you know, in Boulder against Nebraska this week as well.
0: Having a chat with Bobby Ventura from TakingVegas.com, a world-class handicapper. Bobby likes Miami. I like Miami. I think we're laying the points with the Canes in this one. This is put up or shut up for Mario Cristobal. We're on that train. All right, moving on to game number two. It's Neon Dion. It's prime time, and those Colorado buffs, they're 1-0, And they were underdogs almost by double digits last Saturday in their week two matchup with Nebraska. But obviously, all of that money coming in, flip-flopped it. The Buffs are now laying two and a half points with another high point total at 59 and a half. Big noon kick on Fox in Boulder. This one's in Mm. Boulder, so Matt Rule and them traveling to Colorado Again, this is one of those spots where I'm definitely not touching this game unless you can convince me to. This is one of those sit back, wait and see, or just, you know, grab a uh, a thing of popcorn and and just enjoy this one. But, Bobby, if there were an angle in this game, what would it be?
1: I think the angle is Matt Rule likes to play close to the vest. When he had his success at Baylor, you know, they weren't a team that went out there and lit it up. They were a team that played... Close to the vest, tight defense, run the ball when you can, try and establish the run. A lot of points in this game, as you mentioned, Stone. I mean, a 59, 59-and-a-half 59 in some spots. You know, I know some guys are leaning towards the under in this game. I just think it's, a, it's it, this is, might be your prototypical letdown for a Colorado team, laying a deuce-and-a-half at home. Matt Rules, Bunch comes in both coaches posturing this week, you know, uh, trying to, you know, uh, I don't want to say blow smoke, but, you know, trying to, uh, you know, puff up the other guy and, you know, to keep it nice. But then, you know, it, Dion came out and said, we don't like Nebraska. We don't like anything red. Red, no, red is not allowed on our campus. So, look, it, it's going to be, I think, a hard-fought game. I think it's, you know, I think they expended a lot last week, a lot of energy in TCU. Uh, I, I, I think Matt Rule's going to, get his way here. I think he's going to keep this game close to the vest. He's going to have to because if he's going to plan on going up and down the field with this Colorado team, which is loaded on offense, you know it's going to be a rough goal for him. So, think of it realistically. If Nebraska has a shot to win this game, it's going to be by playing it close to the vest.
0: Yeah, and I think this is one of the most classic examples of something that we just talked about, right? The recency bias. (laughs) Don't bet on a team based on a week-in, week-out basis. I saw a stat, Bobby. I don't know if you had seen it. The only team... That has been bet on as much as Kansas City, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is the Colorado Buff. So they're in a league of their own right now. All of this money coming in on Colorado, people Mm. love them. I think the percentage that I had seen recently was like 95% of the money or something really high when it first spit out early in the week. Is this an example of (laughs) don't judge a book by what they did last week?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's again, it's that you know, no team is as good as they look in a given week, and no team is as bad. And the fortunes of these teams change in a week. I mean, it's amazing. You know, think about it like this too, Stone. And, and you brought up a good point about you know where the money moved when these lines first came out. Football is the only sport where lines are out in advance. In other words, basketball the night before, baseball the night before, hockey the night before. Besides boxing, football is the only game like that. So you have a week where money is being moved all over the world, it used to be all over the country, but now we know it's all over the world. And you know, people get engaged. They they say to themselves, "Wow, 85 percent of the money is on this team," yet the line is going the other way. Um, you know, look, it's it is one of those things. And and look, both of the fortunes on both of these teams can change. You know, within the next forty eight hours, we understand that. So, but like I said, I, I look, I, I nothing but kudos for what Coach Prime has done in Colorado. And uh, you know, they, they, they're a nice story. They're a real good story. But all that can change in a matter of a week or two. So, like I said, I like Coach Rule. I think he's going to keep this game close. He's trying to build some kind of a, you know, some kind of a temperature in Nebraska that they're going to be a hard, tough, strong defense. Is it going to take more than a year to get that point across? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I really think he's going to come in looking to play Smash Mouth, uh, looking to punch Colorado in the head, see how they respond. You know, Colorado didn't really get. Pushed around in that game at all? They were the, right. they were the aggressors. They were the team doing all the pushing. I think Coach Rule is going to you know tell his guys, look, we're on the road. We're coming in with the black hat. We're the bad guys. You know, let's let's knock them in their mouth and see what they're made of. Uh, will you get a response from Colorado? Absolutely. But I think this game is going to be played under the number. And I think. Uh, Uh, Nebraska can keep this game close, maybe even win the game.
0: A few more for you on this game specifically, I I think only because there are going to be so many eyes on it, right? we got to give the people as much information as we possibly can. Do you put any stock in fading the public in spots like this? Not
1: necessarily. I mean, my my whole thing is,
0: look, knowing how to gamble is going to supersede everything.
1: You know, it's like going over to the blackjack table. Everybody knows how to play blackjack. The object of the game is 21. But do you win playing blackjack? Betting sports is no different. You have to know how to gamble. Uh, you, you, you've got to take advantage of runs. And more importantly, what you have to do is you've got to stay away from red figures. A lot of guys don't understand that. They can take all the weeks in their lifestone where they've made X amount of dollars, X amount of dollars, X amount of dollars but the thing that hurts them is the weeks where they lose X amount of dollars, X amount of dollars, and then when they get down, they chase. Gambling is very simple. Take advantage of your runs and stay away from bad weeks, red figures, where you're waking up on a Monday morning with that sick feeling in your stomach and you say to yourself, I can't believe I did this to myself again.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not sure if you're a bulletin board material, material guy, but you talked about seeing Deion Sanders talk about, this is personal with us, and his son Shador Sanders, when he got behind the mic, he talked about, we don't like them. Like, this is very personal. We know the history of this matchup. Are you buying into any of this? Do you think this helps the Colorado side and, at all?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it does. I mean, I think they're, they're basically laying down the gauntlet. I mean, uh, you know, look, Coach Prime is going to be, you know, remember the, the old Fresno teams anytime, any place, anywhere. Yeah. I think that Coach Prime is, is, like, embracing that kind of mindset. Look, we're going to talk some trash, and we're going to back it up. So, you know, get ready for it. So for them to, you know, to pick a fight with Nebraska, I'm okay with that. I really am. I, I think that uh, I, I, I like it, you know, it's especially considering where the program's been in the last how many years, and it's been a long time for Colorado because, as we both remember, Colorado was creme de la creme for a long, long time. And, you know, they've been down in the dumps, and he's trying to say to everybody, look, we're here to stay, and I, I think it's even on their, their stadium, we coming. So, look. not only are we coming you know on the field we're going to be coming off the field too so you know we're going to we're going to lay down the gauntlet let's see who likes it let's see who doesn't if you don't like it do something about it
0: love it moving on to game number three on saturday before we flip the coin and move on to sunday because it is week one in the nfl but texas the longhorns are going to tuscaloosa brian denny Primetime slot on ESPN. This is a 7 o'clock kick. Bama laying a touchdown, point total at 54. It's week two, right? That means you bet Bama, but we saw what Texas was able to do last year. Obviously, Quinn Ewers is still there. If there's a side, which one is it here?
1: Yeah, I, I like Ewers. I, I think he's a good quarterback. He did have that shoulder injury last year. We know that's a tough, sir, a tough uh, injury to come back from. But, you know, just reading into the limestone, I mean, you look into this line, you say to yourself, wow is only seven seven and a half a touchdown i mean it, you know but again you know we talk about these coaches that you know that have something to prove and you know might be under a microscope i think coach sark is one of those guys i think he's under a microscope right now i think he's going to have to really step up they, they have a, a win like this on the road in in alabama this is big i mean this is this is something that they can really build on this takes the heat off of him I'm just reading into the line, mind you. Nothing concrete. Nothing that I love about this game. Again, it's just a lean. But going by the line alone, when's the last time Alabama laid a touchdown or fewer at home, unless it was against Georgia or you know against Texas? I man, look, I again, just reading into the line. Uh, you know, I'm leaning towards Texas in this game. I like yours uh, as a quarterback. I like Coach Sock's game plans. I think they're going to keep this game close. You know, the total for an Alabama home game is only fifty-three and a half. When you say only fifty-three and a half, that's kind of low for an Alabama home game. I just, I think it's going to be one of those close to the vest games and I think Texas has a shot to walk in there and beat them.
0: Yeah, and I hate to compare Coach Sark and Saban to Jimbo Fisher and uh, Mario Cristobal, but similar to what we talked about earlier, is this a put-up, shut-up game for them as well? You talked about Sark being in a weird spot, and is Saban able to do it without a quarterback that he actually wanted other than Jalen Milrow? Is this a put-up, shut-up game for these two?
1: Well, not for Saban. I mean, it it is for Sark. Yeah, it is for Sark, I think, because, you know, he really hasn't had you know, as a coordinator, and again, he was you know he knows saving very well he was there i mean it, this is the kind of game where he really really i mean it, this would be a statement game for him uh you know kind of keeps the alumni off his back you know they look don't forget years ago texas won games like this with their eyes closed so now you have a texas team that's looking to get back to prominence texas is texas football is texas texas is football uh more pressure on coach sark but Again, if you're going to want to, you know, go out with the dogs on the porch, you're going to have to be able to bark like them, too. So I think this is one of those kind of games that, you know, maybe could be a statement game. But then again, you know, you know what you could get after the game. Everybody, oh, how could you not take Alabama? There's only seven points, you yep. know. So, you know, but again, I, I just reading into the limestone, I look at this game as a, a game where Texas can keep it close. And I think it's going to be one of those low-scoring games as well. I don't love the game. I mean, I, I like the game. I don't love it.
0: All right, let's talk pro ball here. NFL Week 1 starts Thursday. Obviously, we saw the Chiefs and the Lions play phenomenal game there. But on Sunday, got a couple of bangers here. I want to talk about a couple of them. The Dolphins are flying into SoFi Stadium, at 430 kick Chargers laying a field goal here Bobby over under sitting at 51 obviously down here in South Florida you know I'm root 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 for the home team and those Miami Dolphins Mm -hmm. but Justin Herbert got a lot of hype behind him both of these teams have expectations here Chargers laying a field goal you dig it or no
1: let's talk about pressure I mean let's not forget about the last coach the last game that coach Brandon Staley coached in I mean he had (laughs) what seemed to be an insurmountable lead and they blew that game to a Jacksonville team that is probably going to go forward this year just off of that game alone Um, you know and and, and obviously they had the playoff game against the Chiefs, which they hung around in as well. Uh, but that's, that's a story for another, uh, another day. You know, last year when, when the Dolphins went into the Chargers, it was a night game on a Sunday, if you remember the game, uh, Stone.
0: Yeah, 27-13, uh, yeah. right? That was the final? Yeah, it was, it was a real
1: low-scoring game compared to what these two teams are known to do. Miami's offense didn't get moving a lot of changing parts on the charges this year they got a lot of acquisitions on both sides of the ball but I think Miami's and, and again I know this is of all the games on Sunday this is the highest point total okay the total in this game is sitting at 51 and a half. this is the highest point total on the weekend games on uh, for Sunday I, I just I look I the game screams Dolphins and over both ends of the game because they're going to come out they're going to look to move the ball uh, they want to protect Tua, but they also want to be able to get the ball in the air for him as well. Uh, you know, we, we know all about their weapons offensively. I just think that this is payback for the fish. Um, I, again, Coach Staley, you talk about a guy with pressure on him this year. Of all the games we've mentioned, this coach has the most pressure on him. Uh, I like the fish to go in there, win the game outright, and I think the game's going to go over as well.
0: Word from Bobby Ventura. Likes the Dolphins and the over here. Calls it a payback spot. Love it. Alright, moving on. Cowboys traveling to MetLife, or as I call it, as an Aaron Rodgers guy, Jet Life Stadium. <laughs> Sunday in the primetime spot, 8.30 kick, NBC. Get to see some of the big guys up there in the suits in the booth that we love. Dallas also laying a field goal over under sitting at 45 and a half what are we doing here is it Dallas Dak Daniel Jones what are we doing
1: no I don't I don't trust this Dallas team laying points on the road to a Giants team look coach Dable is probably as good a salesman as there is in this coach in this league is forget about being just a really really good coach he's also a very good salesman he's a players coach he's listen he's had this game circled since the line came out and said they got these guys coming into our stadium as a three-point favorite. That's what they think of yeah. you. He's going to he's gonna sell these guys. Look, I think McCarthy's a guy with, uh, you know, uh, got a lot on his plate. You know what I mean? I think he's, you know, he's, he's going to have to put up this year. This is going to be a, you know, a, a kind of series, a uh, kind of game that he's going to have to step up and win. I don't know if they're up to the task. I like the Giants at home. I think they're going to keep the game close. If they keep the game close, I think they're going to win the game. So in that regards, I would take giants and the money line. Uh, I just think that they're, you know, they're a better product than people are giving them credit for. I know that they're saying that they have problems defensively. I know that they're saying that's where their, their troubles lie. I'm not seeing that. And again, we know how the fortunes, we just discussed it uh, at Nauseam, basically, how the fortunes of these teams change on a weekly basis. I have a feeling everybody's going to be on the Giant bandwagon by this time next week. I like the Giants at home, plus the points.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Giants is a home dog. Uh, I'm definitely rocking with you on this one. Folks, that was episode two. We talked about some of the big hitting games. Bobby Ventura alongside me from TakingVegas.com, known as a world-class handicapper. Bobby, that number to call for people where they can find your picks, some of your top plays of the week. Throw that out there for everybody. Guys, my Steam
1: games of the week, coast to coast, people hear me, they talk about me, they ask me questions, they call me, absolutely free. My top-rated Steam game of the week is free to all the listeners. 8889, win now on a recorded line. You know, guys, I want to say something. A lot of you out there, you play too many games. You play five games, six games, seven games. I've got that one game that I've instructed all my clients nationwide to make the biggest plays of their lives on absolutely free on a recorded line. My top Steam. Eight 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 nine win now. And it's a high profile game too, Stone. So everybody's gonna want to get involved in this game. Before they do, make sure they're on my side. Free. Eight eight eight, 8 nine win now.
0: That is Bobby Ventura. I am Stone Labanowitz. Thanks for sticking with us. It's been week two of Taking Vegas.